Hey, Sandy and Yannick. Hey. Hello. Have you guys heard of this new fangled thing called Discord? Discord? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's just like an internet telephone. Wait, the buttons on it or the one that, you know. It's called Yeah, Discord. the numpads, right? Oh, it'll make you numb. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for this one. I'll tell you, Discord is actually a place where you can chat with us. Yeah, that's right. The hosts of Pixels Weekly. Well, I'm very much looking forward to that. But I have a question. Is it going to work on my smartphone? You better believe it, sister. You can do that through the app. Just go to pixelsweekly.com and click on the join link right on the homepage, and you can be chatting with us today. We'll see you there. Yay! August 13th, 2017. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this. 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 All of this. Is Pixels Weekly. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how long Sandy could fill an uncomfortable silence. Did you see I managed to hold it on pretty well? You I did amazing. Sandy, yep. horrible failure. Nope. She was like. Dead space, talk, talk, talk. Okay, he says something. Oh. That we have to be, I have something that I have to tell you guys, and we have to be very careful for our listeners, because I was listening to last week's episode, and I feel like we've been doing this mistake a, a little bit too much, and yeah. it's been probably hurting uh, our listeners' um, time machine, like time valuation and everything, because we say a lot of like yesterdays and tomorrows and oh, and, you're right. and, and we're Sunday and, and the podcast comes out on Wednesday and people don't have sense of time, so I was just I felt very like, I felt like I was back in the weekend when I was listening to our show on Wednesday um, and, uh, and, and, and I just wanted to be like, let's try to make it better, because I know nobody's writing us to tell us that, but I, I felt really bad. I was like, no, why do I say yesterday? No, I know what you're saying. Maybe I just need to figure out a way to, if we could do like a Sunday morning recording or, or, or record earlier in the day, then I could probably edit like that night. You know what I mean? As long as we all have our files in order. I so, mean, yeah. 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 And it's just like the, the, the Wednesday, I feel like it's fine to, 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 to release and everything. And people, I feel like I've been, I've been tuning in on Wednesdays, but yeah. So um, we should record Tuesday nights, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. We should be recording live and release right out, right after it. Um, I'm also a cat, so I have no concept of time. But okay. Okay. Yeah, you get that surgery um, that makes you part well, at least twenty percent cat. So. Yep, twenty percent. Yep. Congratulations on that, by the way. Congratulations on your transition. Thank you. Thank you. How was your week, guys? <laughs> it was good. How was yours? I was chill. I'm uh, starting the show late today. Uh, that's my fault because we have been playing PUBG. I want to get you in a group match so bad, Yannick. I know you've been solo queuing and really getting good at the game. I've not gotten any better at the game, but I'm having a blast. Yeah. I can confirm. I got, I got this week... Um, I got my first chicken dinner in duos and teaming up with a teaming up with a random. So when you go into duo queue, you, you got a get, chicken dinner with a get, rando. Yeah, it's like when you get match made, you can jump into oh duo uh, and you get match made with a guy. So most of the time they have people are nice and have mics. So I have had pretty good experience with that. And then today or this weekend. I, so, OK, so 
I have to start right now. Why don't we just <laughs> say? Why don't we say the universal timestamp? Yeah, for... the time, the universal time. So I uh, on the Sunday at night. No, I'm kidding. I can't remember. It was <laughs> it was it was this past Sunday that I um, magically got a chicken dinner solo for like my, the first game of my weekend, which was mm, like I, you know incredible. it's never happened. I need my warm up, and then I actually was maybe more alert and maybe more safe and uh, and and got got lucky and a little bit of both. Got some nice shots and had a lot of fun. So. I haven't gotten a chicken dinner. I haven't gotten a soy dinner. I haven't gotten. No, I barely no get an energy nothing. drink. Okay, barely get an energy drink and maybe a painkiller <laughs> if I'm lucky. Yeah, maybe a painkiller if I'm lucky. Um, yeah, we, we're getting neck deep, but yeah, like you said, I'm dying to jump with you as well. Uh, I just wanted to get myself up and rolling and and getting to know the mechanics of the game and getting to know how to handle myself and. Uh, so Curtis has the game now, too, and he doesn't have a graphics card, so he's running it at its lowest <laughs> resolution with everything turned all the way off for the next few days until he actually gets a, a card in the mail. But okay. uh, this will be... It, it's been very entertaining watching Curtis. We're like, all right, drop down in the town over there, and he's just like, what town? <laughs> <laughs> textures. Textures, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> and, and draw distance. I can't imagine he sees much past the plane. He's probably just diving into clouds or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that must be that's like the actual realistic thing. You don't see where you drop in until you drop. Exactly, you're <laughs> it's above just like it. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just real All right. Life. So this week on the show, we're going to be talking about stuff like the international. I'm going to be talking about Tacoma, and we're going to look at some news about South Park and Riot, which I'm very excited to hear. So mm. let's uh, let's get it going, guys. Let's let's get started with uh with Sandy because I want to hear I want to hear about Dota. You don't know like I'm craving to Dota, hear about Dota. Dota, 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 Dota. Dota. <laughs> uh, the internationals ended this weekend, and Team Liquid won. What do you mean finally? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is a long event. No, their well, group stages yeah. and their finals. Every stage in the finals was really, really. There were some really great matches. The final team was Team LGD versus Team Liquid. And the captain for Team Liquid is a guy that goes by the name of Karoki. He's a German national. This, there have been seven internationals. He's been to all of the internationals. This is his first win, number one, at the internationals. Like, this is his like first that. chicken dinner. Yeah. His first chicken dinner. So it was like a huge... Uh, Huge thing. And, and you mean the internationals ended Sunday? They ended Saturday. Saturday. This past <laughs> Saturday. Because we're in Wednesday. This is Wednesday. This now. is Wednesday. This yeah. is the future. This is, this the is future. current Wednesday. Wednesday shit. Like everything we're I talking about. Yo, been... check your feeds. Check your tweets. This is happening on Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Did you see that Saturday. crazy shit that went down today, Wednesday? Unbelievable. It was insane. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. It was probably about Trump, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and it's, <laughs> it's also sad. Yeah. It's also sad. But back to video games. It works fun. every time. Uh, the big thing that is really funny about any esports final is there's always a thing of champagne. And most of these players aren't old enough to drink champagne. And... For Team Liquid, they had five champagne bottles, and the idea was they all shake it, they all pop it open, and champagne goes everywhere. However, three out of the five players, okay, one is one is from Lebanon, 
one's from Jordan. And Kuroki, he's a German national, born and raised in Germany, but he's of Iranian descent. So he took a bottle of water instead, and they were just shushing the champagne away. And okay. uh, Kotaku had an article about how uh, it's like it's so shameful esports players don't know how to pop champagne. And I'm like, what if by their religion they shouldn't even be touching the champagne? Did we think about that? True. We didn't. Well, they, they definitely brought the liquid. I mean, no, I mean, look, when it comes to sport, I think the beautiful, beautiful art of sport, nobody cares what your religion is. They just want to see you celebrate. Yeah, so I think this is my idea for all future finals. We just have like a giant tub of like Gatorade, right? Okay. With, uh, some ice. And then we get a bunch of like football players and they dump the Gatorade onto the like winners. Done. Or. Solved. Or they partner with SodaStream and they put SodaStream machines so that they can put carbonate, like, you know, <laughs> carbonated hydro, like air into their, into their bottle of water and it becomes sparkly. And then they can spray it. This podcast is, st- is sponsored by SodaStream. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wish, but it's not. No, yeah. SodaStream, reach out. Yep. We'll get our people in touch with your people, which I just assume is one of us in touch with. Yeah. <laughs> um, your, your people you your probably people. have people we don't have people um and now how was the how was the audience do we have the numbers compared to previous events has it been like has it been the same hype has it been more people watching less people watching yeah i think there were there's always more people watching every year uh the crowd was pretty full it was fullest for the final event of course because that's how many people want to see People want to see the winners. They don't want to see anything before that. Uh, let's see. Which, like, Evo, I feel the same way about, but at least Evo I could enjoy in a weekend. Whereas, like, this is this took so long that I think halfway through I was like, hey, did EG get knocked out? And someone was like, that happened days ago. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, well, it's a, different, it's a different game, isn't it? Like, for Evo and fighting games, it's 1v1... They're done in, like, 90 seconds. So the most a match would last is maybe, like, 5, 10 minutes. Sure, but to be fair, there's also, like, 2,000 people they get through. Right. Versus, like, a game of Dota where it's, like, 30 minutes, 20 minutes if you're really aggressive. Some games can be an hour and a half. Gross. (laughs) Gross. This is too long for me. You know what? I was thinking about this the other day, and you know what I really think one of the biggest challenges that esports has? It's not conducive to commercial breaks. You know, like an hour and a half match of Dota, like there's no like logical rest points in the same way that there is for like basketball or like football. There's no like timeouts. Well, you know that in Germany during soccer games, in the middle of the game, not at halftime, in the middle of the 45-minute half uh, that they have to play, uh, they will throw like commercials. And so many times people get upset because there would be happen, there would be a goal happening or something, and uh, they would be very upset um, yeah. about the fact that they would just you just miss. Sometimes you just miss the actual action that was supposed to be uh, seen live as it was actually happening during a commercial. Yeah, they just take a risk. Just they do take take a ballsy risk. But I mean, it sounds bad. It does sound bad when you say it like that. 
But then at the same time, like the whole reason they're watching soccer is because all these companies paid for them to be able to watch it. Yeah, but it's the only country. But then, I don't know. Even in in the U.S., you guys don't put commercial in the middle of the in the middle of an MLS game. Uh, you'd only put them a lot at halftime. Um, what if every time a tower fell in Dota, it was like okay, and now we cut to commercial? Yeah. Yeah, but do you really want to watch a commercial? Like, aren't people moving away? No one really wants to watch a commercial. <laughs> I don't know. That that's why I'm just saying you could just have a little pop up and go. This was featured by Soda Stream. Blah 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 blah. Like a little pop up, like on the YouTube. Blah, also, blah, blah, blah. people watch this on like YouTube and Twitch. So you're just like, I gotta go pee. You take your phone with you. You load Twitch, and then you're watching the tournament while you're peeing. Okay. Do a little PP. Well, uh, what I can say is that Dota 2 is not part of this list of games I'm going I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to talk about the list of games called the 101 video games kids should play before growing up. Oh, and that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Uh-huh. And uh, how many can you check your can you check off? So that's the question I'm going to ask you. And oh, this is question, good. I'm going to win. The question that this the question that this <laughs> article is asking on Polygon from Owen Good. And uh, he's related to news that Ben Bertoli, a contributor at Kotaku, and also, uh, in real life, a middle school teacher, okay. uh, um, is publishing on, on October 1st. And he wanted to, just because he, you know, hangs out with a lot of kids and, and for all the kind of kids that he sees every day, wanted to curate a little list of games that he wanted to publish out there. And uh, so for ev- for each one of those games in the book, I'm assuming, you know, it's just going to like explain what the game has to offer for a kid, what the ge- what the kid has to get from this. And obviously all those games are um, uh, purchasable by a kid if you were to go to the video game store. Uh, so they all like, what is it? The, the rated, um, uh, the, the rated, the rating grade for... For those kind of games, the rated like M or whatever, rated M or rated if, for T kids, for teen, yeah, rated T for teen, E yeah. for everyone is for, yeah, e for, e everyone. for everyone. And yeah. uh, so there's no Call of Duties, no Grand Theft Auto, not even Uncharted to give you guys a hint. Um, those aren't rated E for everyone. <laughs> so try to try to try to guess. So there's like platformers, action adventures, sports and fighting, role playing and strategy, party and rhythm, puzzle and arcade. Those are the themes. Um, those are the categories of games that are depicted in this in this game. Sandy. Cool. Do you want us to guess? Yeah, I want to try to see how many you guys uh, can get. We're not going to do that for the whole, because that's going to take the whole podcast if we do that. But do you want me to guess what kind of games are on here? Yeah. I okay. Say Mario, Little Big Planet, Mod Nation Racers. Yep. Chip I bet Chip Animal Chip. Crossing. I got to go through a list. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> He's not prepared. I'm not prepared. It's just like there's a list of a hundred names. I got. I mean, there's Animal no Crossing way that like there. almost every single and uh, like Nintendo game doesn't. I mean, Minecraft is gonna be on there. Oh yeah, Minecraft's definitely gonna Minecraft. be on there. Where is but, it though? P- puzzle, party and rhythm, or what is it? Uh, I don't see Minecraft. Is no. It action and adventure? No, Minecraft is in there. Okay. Okay. Jeez. I was going to say, this list is a sham. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been like out. Next news. I mean, Pokemon's um, got to be on here, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw Pokemon. Uh, yeah, Pokemon, Little Big Planet, I'm sure. Crossing. Um, oh, Sandy's favorite. Tell me. Animal Crossing. No, yeah. well, the other one. More recent. Platoon? Yeah. Would yeah. something like 
with something like a journey is on there which i'm very yeah, happy journey. i'm thinking of like are the card games safe like hearthstone um yeah it must be uh, it must be uh there's a lot of like party and rhythm like mario party um just dance papa parapa the rapper oh yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah yeah there's a lot of like new gen old gen uh, I haven't seen Orstone because it doesn't seem that it has. Crash a, uh, has got to be on there. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, um, it does. It's here. All uh, the all your heroes, all your video game heroes are here. Yeah, exactly. Um, all the old like, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, like those. Like, Guacamele is here. Guacamele is on there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, hmm, that's interesting. Here. Yeah, uh, that there's no Metroid or it's a little mature, but I know there's no Metroid or Castlevania though. Uh, Metro um, Castlevania is too like grown up. I yeah, think. a little grown yeah. up. That makes sense. Uh, Pikmin. Pikmin is here. Yeah. Zelda. I mean, okay. Zelda's gonna be on there. Zelda is there. Zelda okay, is okay. at the top of the action adventure list. Cool. Um, what and I game bet the, on that list? All is the crappy the Lego games are probably on there too. Um, Lego this, Lego that, Lego Star. There's Wars, Lego. Lego Dimensions. Okay. Well, I count. I count it. that as like there. That's everything. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, and. Um, I don't know what other what other games. I mean, in terms of sports, you have your FIFA, NBA, Two K, Rocket League, SSX. Um, Rocket League is so good. I can't wait brand. for Rocket League on Switch. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah, so much fun. And, and Mario Kart cross is play. And uh, Street Fighter is there. Super Smash Bros is there. Um, Wii Sports, lol. Wii Sports um, is fun. No, it is. But uh, can you find it? Can you go and find it and play it? Um, yeah, it's yeah, on the Wii. <laughs> well, yeah, you have I to guess. Go and find one. No, I don't know. Um, if you're just not born, but if you just if you want to look for your first console, I wouldn't say go get the Wii right now. You know? No, um, no, probably not. Probably no. not. But so there you go. Um, cool. The one one hundred one video games to play before you grow up is going to be published on October first. Uh, our, our author is Ben Bertoli. And uh, and I actually want to try to see if I can purchase it. Try to have it in my library. Yeah, cool. Um, so my first piece of news for the week is Tacoma. I mentioned this last week. Didn't get a chance to talk about it. And it is essentially a game from Fulbright Company, the makers have gone home. Um, and it is a sci-fi themed adventure game where you kind of are going through environments and recovering data that contains uh, people's conversations. Um, it might contain things like access to their personal files and computers. If you could even call them computers, it's a little weird to describe, so I'm struggling. But, uh, it is a very good video game. Um, I had a long conversation when the IGN review came out. I jumped into the comments section, and there was a lot of people who basically, as you could probably expect from the IGN comments section, going like, walking simulator 0 out of 10, you know? And I think that <laughs> oh there God. are, yeah, I mean, there, there what, are obviously... Why do, people make, why do people make video games for people like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like that person shouldn't be allowed to get a video game. Like, anyone who calls a game like Gone Home or Tacoma, like, not a game or whatever, I just, I think you're not actually being critical of the medium. Like, you're 
number one, none of those people play the games, right? Uh-huh. Like very often not. Um, and they don't allow themselves to be open to those opportunities. But furthermore, um, there was actually a user who made a sub- somewhat valid point to me in saying that um, they felt like it was breaking the rule of storytelling of like show, don't tell. So like make the character do something in the game that's the story of the game. I don't feel like that is the case with something like Tacoma or Gone Home because you're not just getting diary entries or watching, you know, visual logs or whatever. You're also a person with a purpose doing those things. Like in Gone Home, you're a, you know, girl trying to find out what happened to your family in Tacoma. You're this kind of technician trying to recover data from this uh, space station. And so I played this. It probably took three to five hours over three nights um, with Jessica, uh, my girlfriend, by my side the whole time. And it was... It was a slow start, and I, I I had on my day one Xbox One a lot of performance problems. It started with a start screen that wouldn't start, and that became a support issue. Uh, there's no telling if that was because I'm in the Xbox preview program or whatever. But then the game started, and I mean, I would be... I would be lying if I told you the game managed to hold 30 frames a second constantly. Um, Mm -hmm. which is tough because I know they're, you know, Fulbright is a small team and they can't test in every scenario. And I do have, you know, the beta program and stuff on my Xbox and it is the oldest possible Xbox, a literal day one Xbox. Um, but it was still, you know, those things were disappointing to me. Um, but once I got in there and I started enjoying the story and you can kind of fast forward and rewind and listen to parts of the story. And because the story takes place, with multiple people in multiple sections of the ship, you're kind of like, you can experience a conversation and then you kind of rewind and you're like, oh, well, this person showed up and they seem like upset about something. And then you rewind back and then you go and look at the conversation they were having previously uh, or the interaction that they were doing previously. And, and it becomes this really three dimensional, for lack of a better term, look at a, you know, a controlled set of like, four or five maybe six people um and their their behavior in an emergency situation and you know the things that they thought about and were important to them and how it affected them emotionally and there's also some level of really interesting hard sci-fi intrigue but that gets towards the end kind of right before the game wraps up um but it is it was so enjoyable and it had such a satisfied and uh, satisfying ending that um, I would recommend playing it on PC <laughs> again with my performance <laughs> issues. Um, and hopefully maybe an Xbox One X smooths stuff like that over. But um, it's just so it it was really, really good. And I would like to see as many people um, experience something like this as possible. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. I do like the. I watched Ari play Gone Home. Or yeah. those like bits and pieces of it. So the, the way that story played out was really interesting. So hearing that you had a good experience with Tacoma makes me kind of want to pick it up. Yeah, it has that. Um, it has that thing that Fulbright games have where, uh, in Gone Home, sorry, spoilers for Gone Home if you're, you haven't played Gone Home, uh, 
only minor spoilers. There's kind of like a sense of dread about some aspect of the story. And Sandy, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, I do. But there's just like I do know exactly uh, what you're talking like about. Like I spent the first chunk of Gone Home going like is a ghost going to jump out at me? Like, is something scary going to happen? And then as I started uncovering story, I was like, am I going to find out something tragic? Um, and yeah, you're always like on edge and you're not 100% sure why. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tacoma has a little bit less of that, but there is this sort of narrative thread that you're like, ooh, this could go really, really bad. I'm not going to spoil if they decided to actually make it go bad this time. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it is really, really worth experiencing. And one of the one of the parts of the argument that I had um, with uh, this user, who I'm not going to dignify by even sharing their <laughs> nickname, um, was they said this game is just boring to them. And by that definition, for them, it's not a game because it is objectively boring, which is something that I actually kind of just rejected immediately in wholesale because I don't think, I think how boring something is is not ever an objective measurement. It's a subjective measurement. Um, right. If you play a game and you're bored, like I highly recommend you not to play it. Um, but I can tell you there was not a single second that I was bored while playing Tacoma. And I'm just really, I, I, this Fulbright, Steve Gaynor, and all those guys up in Seattle um, have essentially secured me definitely buying their next game and probably their their game after that just because of all the, the goodwill they've bought. So, yeah. I've been talking okay. to you long. Well, Ryan, you've had, you've had your troubles with the video game community this week, indeed. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You've had, you've Holy had cow, we got to talk about it. I'm actually taking off this No Man's Sky, my next story. I'm taking it off, and we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're, we're reshaping the show to not forget this piece of news this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. We'll talk about No Man's Sky next yeah. week. The plus side is that my next news is kind of short. Okay. It's also more Dota 2 news. Okay. But they're introducing two new heroes this year, and they were teased at the International. Uh, it, it's going to be available in the update uh, called The Dueling Fates, and I'm very excited, looking forward to it, and seeing how this changes the meta. This is too short. We have to add on to your story by saying Valve announced a new game. <laughs> That's a new game. game in quotes. <laughs> a, new, a, a quote new game. Did you you heard about this, right, Yannick? No. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, there was like a sign for it too. It was, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sandy, for... tell us, tell us. Right, hang on a second. I have to like, I have to ask Arya. Oh. <laughs> Arya. Arya. What was, what did the sign say at the international about the new game? Half-Life is outdated. Oh! Portal is overrated. No! Long we have waited. Card game was created. Card game was created. Oh my goodness. And the best part is that it had a meme of this uh, character called... It's a debated meme. And he's a FGC guy. Yeah. So that sign was there the entire time right behind the casters. And it was just the most hilarious thing ever. That's unbelievable. It's Wait, so are we going to get a card game from Valve? Valve yeah. is making Hearthstone. 
oh only God. with Dota characters. Oh <laughs> and you should have seen. I I will have to put it in the 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 site so you can go to pixelsweekly.com and see it in this uh, this episode's blog post. But you you essentially the entire crowd is just like new game reveal, and you just see what what was the name of it? Arc or Anthem or everything sounds so fucking generic now. Version or something. What does it say, Sandy? I don't know. You don't even know the name. Anyway, it was just like they showed the logo and everyone's like, ah, and they were, and then it just flashes underneath it a Dota card game, and you hear the whole crowd go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Even before it gets released, people are already overdone with it. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, of the entire list of things that people want this from Valve, is yeah. not, this is nowhere near on the list. Here, I'll actually put it in the Discord so you guys can enjoy this and get a good laugh. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a new card game. Yeah. Uh, Please, nobody wants, nobody really wants a card game, do they? No. And the thing that's funny is that, like, <laughs> they announced this after Blizzard announces their... Artifact. Um, okay. Their financials. Artifact. That's what it is. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Artifact. So, Blizzard goes, Hearthstone did really well for us. It was great. And we're so excited. And then Valve goes, we're making a card game, too. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You saw how good Blizzard was doing. And now you want to cash in. Get out of here. So somebody just went, hey guys, what if we what if we make a card game? What if they want that, don't they? <laughs> this is <laughs> just Let's tease it at Dota at the Dota 2 International event. You know what the saddest part about this is is that they stole Dota from Blizzard? Yeah, well, number one, that Dota is stolen from Blizzard and now they're trying to steal Hearthstone from Blizzard. That's number one. But number two, this is a clear indication to me that Valve is not interested in any game that they cannot sell forever and in perpetuity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that makes sense. Unless it's a game that can they can just release it once and just have a team working on it, balancing it, and it just is always raking in hard cash. They are We're never going to get a Half-Life unless they can figure out a way to make a single-player game with fucking loot crates in it. And it mm-hmm. sucks. Um and that's sad because we lost one of the most I'm not going to I'm not going to say one of the best because I just don't think that they were actually that prolific enough to be considered the best but we lost one of the better slash more interesting storytelling developers to you know essentially yeah. business models and money and I mean that's great it's doing great for the company I'm sure it's doing great for their investors if they're are they public I maybe No they're they private and the, oh. that's the thing like the compendium only 25% of the proceeds from the compendium, that's like $10 each, yeah. went to the prize pool of like 25 and change million dollars. So that means Valve kept the other 75%. I was just going to say, the that's the most brilliant thing because they sell the compendium like you are, you're part of the community or you're like helping out the winners or whatever. And 75% of the cash they get. That's like saying I'm gonna donate to the ASPCA, but I want I want another company to take three quarters of it and just use it to fucking make 
even more money and then give twenty five percent to the actual animals that are are sheltered. It's true. I think each valve employee is more valuable than like. 30 Apple employees or something. That's a random number, but like each Valve employee is incredibly valuable. Sure. That's what I'm getting at. And it's not like I'm (laughs) saying that like Valve is a bad guy or whatever. I mean, Valve is a business. Businesses exist to make money. But this is a scenario where I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm happy that Humble exists. I'm happy that GOG exists. And I'm fine with EA and Activision Blizzard and these people doing their own launchers and their own game stores. Because even though it's not all your games in one place in a fragmented community, and I've got plenty of Steam games, it, this platform needs competition. Like, we're Great. not going to get innovation. Think about all the shit that sucks about Steam. Think about that Steam overlay. Think about that Steam interface. Think about the changes to the Steam store versus like how hack and slash the workshop integrations are. None of that gets better unless someone else is a legitimate competitor in that space and we need that more than anything else. Yeah, totally. Also, Valve, get a customer service department. Thank you. Too expensive. Those people don't make any money. <laughs> Yannick, hit me with some news. Uh, yeah, I have some, um, some, have some, some quick and uh, uh, quick shout out and quick news blast uh, about South Park, who um, is turning twenty years old. Um, oh. This is a news that I'm relating from IGN, and um, South Park turns twenty. And uh, I just wanted to bring it up because it's probably one of the cartoons I've been following, like for the longest time um the one that i've seen me grow up you know it's kind of like the the one that almost feels like it's the the cartoon that knows more about life than me at this point um and i've uh, i've i've grown watching this and i've i've grown also playing video games and loving video games and loving that south park is always having a lot of references around video games so i wanted to have a little a little pop culture side news today and give a shout out to South Park, and I—I I have to say I haven't have been losing track of all the seasons and the episodes, and stop watching. But every time I do, it just like smile on my face, and uh, and it made me uh, get curious and look at all the, you know, the history of video games on South Park, and it it, it goes way back. I mean, I found an article from 2013, but um, every time there's like a, um, you know how uh, South Park does those episodes, almost like very very. Um, linked to a uh, present event and uh, they've always done a, a good job at referring to video games in their episodes uh when the yeah. Wii came out or we all remember of course make love not warcraft episode uh <laughs> and a, a south park episode that i probably watched more than i should have um but they have like a lot of like video game reference here and there even if the episode is not about video game uh they always make those references uh even the zombie games um you know link or like even a lot of references to street fighter and mario and uh and i I don't know do you guys still watch that do you guys still sometimes stop by and and watch this or did you watch religiously when you were a kid i enjoy some of the south park episodes I've never watched it, like, religiously. When it came out, if it's been 20 years, I was 12, and I didn't have cable. <laughs> okay. So didn't, I didn't watch, like, The Rugrats or Hey Arnold. I didn't watch any of that until I was well into, like, college. So, 
I couldn't really jump on that bandwagon. But I do <laughs> okay. appreciate uh, the World of Warcraft episode is one of my favorite episodes because there's like this whole thing. They're like, we've got to get this guy. We've got to end it. And then they ended it like, what do we do now? We play more Warcraft. Of course. <laughs> it was like, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. And they have a lot of like really fun uh, episodes where they're trying to get the best at um, Guitar Hero. And they cut the episode is called Guitar Quiro. Um, <laughs> oh, of course. Boy. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. And, oh, uh, work. <laughs> and there's like so many yeah there's like the references are like all in one episode or and then and then like you know if they have a video game uh, a video game um, an episode about a video game they will just throw a lot of references in there at all at once yeah and um and and kind of like blast you with that and just like so there's only a few that we can really uh recommend to people but yeah it's been uh it's been it's been quite a journey, and I'm surprised that they keep on having it and keep on like religiously releasing it and and, and publishing it. Um, that being said, I can't wait for the new uh, Ubisoft game, which is about to come out in uh, Q4. Still no dates, but Q4 of this year from Ubisoft. Um, unfortunately, it's Ubisoft, so I have my I have my doubts about the release quality about the quality of this game. Um, Ubisoft has disappointed me recently. Um, so hopefully they can bring it back up and, and they have delayed this game quite a, quite a bit. Uh, it was supposed originally to come out in March of this year. And so we have a, we have about like a six, seven months delay. So I hope it gets better and I hope they can deliver. It's supposed to be like some sort of like a RPG, like online RPG where you play a South Park hero that becomes a hero, like a superhero, actually a fictional superhero. Yeah. And you get, get empowered and, um, yeah, the combat, did, I don't know if you played, butthole the fractured butthole did <laughs> you play the last south park game no i was actually looking at the list of games that the um i lost it on in all my tabs but i was looking at the list of games uh from uh around south park around the south park franchise yeah and uh i remember really i remember playing south park rally in 1999 uh i remember wow. owning this game. i forgot about south park rally yeah and uh, I remember I purchased it because I was super, super excited about South Park in general. I remember finding it at the store and, and picking it up. I think it was PlayStation 1. Yes, PlayStation 1. And they had it on. Oh, no, I played on PC. I had it on PC. I remember now. I had it on PC. It was also on Dreamcast and Nintendo 64. Um, but you know what? The, 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 no, I haven't, you know, you've had like the Let's Go Tower defense play in 2009. Yeah. And that's, that was like... And then the latest one was the Stick of Truth, which was well. A lot of those were like storyline based. I know Xbox 360 had a bunch of downloadable games that had come out at one point. Yeah, the Stick of Truth was on Xbox 360 role playing video game. Uh, I haven't. I have. I didn't look at this one. This one was a. This one was a a little bit a little bit too much. While I was deep inside Destiny, I feel got it got out when it was, but it had really good reviews. Had really good reviews. Did you play it? Uh, yeah the the Stick of Destiny was awesome. Um, yeah. I did not beat it, uh, because it kind of happened while I was without a 360, and the Xbox One was coming out in like a month, and it just got lost in that generation gap for me. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I now own it because of backwards compatibility, and I also own it on Steam. So we should figure out some way to, by the way, like share our Steam games. So we'll yeah. talk about that <laughs> um, later. But uh, no, yeah, it's it's one of those things where 
it it's like an, a turn-based RPG, but with really fun active combat elements for like blocking and power shots and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, weirdly, I don't expect like kick-ass five-star gameplay out of something that is specifically branded South Park or whatever, but it was really good and I couldn't believe it. And so if you at all were like, I don't know if this is for me, I think you should really check it out. Um, nice, yeah. I want to jump in. I'm gonna, I want to randomly find a, a South Park episode and just watch it. I know it'll, it'll laugh my ass off. Um, guys. Yeah, let's talk about this. I'm so I'm so glad you brought this up. Okay, so uh, we'll just start with what probably people have seen on Twitter, which is Jaboy. That's me. I'm Jaboy. Yeah, it is you, sir. Sir Jaboy. Sir Jaboy. Um, actually, that sounds like Serge Boy, which I don't like the sound. And and Soldier Boy. So Soldier Boy. Um, He's probably gone by now. I got banned from R slash gaming now. (laughs) (laughs) He said, "I got banned." Yeah, real quick. Now I need to talk about it. So the problem is that he went from digit zero to sixty. It's not really that you went and looked for that specific band. It goes zero to sixty. Exactly. So we do a podcast here. I don't know if you know. I I do another podcast even, and I I assumed going in to Reddit that Reddit, for based on everything I've ever seen, like I I've viewed Reddit and I've just like perused it and just like okay it's people it seems to me like a just a a static a more static twitter that like people can vote on shit you know so like it's almost like popular twitter in my mind that's what it seemed like which is that was people, your, that was your first mistake exactly so it's just <laughs> like people post something and then it gets up and down voted and when you go to these things you're looking at like the most upvoted thing that's naively, and I think anybody who goes to like Reddit.com, that is what Reddit reads as. No, <laughs> do you, dis- Sandy? Are you disagreeing? Is it? Do you feel different? Uh, I when I first started using Reddit, I did it because I wanted to maybe do some of the uh, like the gift giving stuff where they have the the gift exchange. Oh, and okay. I, and I was like, don't do it because you're just gonna get crap and i'm sick and tired of you getting crap <laughs> and i was like uh-huh. okay fine uh and then i joined the disney sum sum reddit which is a mobile game okay and they had like a whole series of rules and stuff so i was like all right cool i'm gonna just do what the rules say <laughs> okay yeah exactly all right so i mean that feels maybe it's not similar but it feels similar to me anyway um big Big mistake on my part was going and sharing a link to um, a podcast. Uh, First, I've shared our podcast link. I've shared Breath of the Wild artwork. And about a week later, I go and share another playwright link. um, And I post it. And then I see there's been a reply to my first post. So I'm like, oh, I'll go check this out. And the reply to the first post... Let me bring it up here so I'm just 100% um, accurate accurate on the accusations. Dramatic reenactment. Yeah. (laughs) So it says here with this post, uh, how do I get to the post? Can I not get to the post? Uh, Two comments. Here we go. I'll click on this. It says, 
It's just some guy that links to reddit.com slash wiki slash self-promotion. So I read that and it says, okay, Reddit is not for self-promotion. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I reply, literally, sorry for that. I didn't realize the rules. I'll be more active in sharing other stuff. Thanks, at user, which doesn't link to the at user. Um, and then I, then I get a reply to my second post. That was, uh, you were warned about self-promotion, and the very next message that shows up in my account is that you've been banned from, essentially, Reddit gaming forum. And this kicks off a long (laughs) exchange, which you can go to Twitter and read all about. Maybe I'll try and put it on the website, too. Long thread. Super uh, long thread that is literally me arguing with the mods of like I didn't know what the rules are, so I can't like I I couldn't do anything because I had already posted the second link. Um and uh let's see here, I'll just read a reply. Well, that's what you said six days ago when you were officially warned. Your next link was of your own stuff yet again, so I don't know what you're expecting. I tried to clarify that. I had replied um, that I didn't know about the rules um, before, or after, rather, I had posted the second link, um, and they just go on and say, but they be- they become very kind of, there's multiple people, one is named Thor's, uh, yeah. one's Mr. Woodhouse, one's some guy in a hat, uh, yeah, you I saw they're all. all wearing Judge Dread helmets, and they're just like, <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> they were so hard-lined, and so... I mean, honestly, I hesitate to use the word mean because there wasn't so much vitriol in their speech as there was a sort of curt dismissiveness um, yeah. and and honestly, rudeness yeah. um, that it felt really bad. <laughs> and this it's was just, really annoying. It was really annoying. And it was one of those things that, unfortunately, to me, read as emblematic of just being a gamer in the video game community and it wouldn't this is gross painting with a broad brush for me but the reddit mods read a lot like people who maybe didn't get a lot of attention from whatever type of gender they would like to have sex with Um, i don't know it's just it it is frustrating because I think anyone that moderates a forum can get a little bit, like, obnoxious. So, Giant Bomb, back when they were still under Whiskey Media, had a sister company, Comic Vine. And Comic Vine, you can add and edit to the wiki. And one of my favorite artists who worked on Wonder Woman uh, told me a really funny story about his cat named Meatloaf. And I updated his, like, biography to include all this information and also the information of him being like a cat guardian to a cat named Meatloaf. Okay. I thought that was pretty funny and it's like, it's a personal touch that most, like, people wouldn't really go out of their way to learn about someone. Yeah. And then I get a message going, this information is not relevant, so I deleted it. And I was like, that is just rude. (laughs) Like, what do you mean it's not relevant? This is his biography about, like, him. How is this not relevant to what he does? It's also like his inspiration. This happens a lot, I feel like, in moderation where someone says, like, uh, 
they said to you, this is not relevant. They said to me, uh, ignorance of the rules is no excuse, which is hilarious because it literally is an excuse. I mean, like, unless you're violating a basic human right, like smashing someone's head in with a rock, which, like, you could probably guess without reading anything that that's not allowed. Like, <laughs> you're like, ah, uh, don't kill. You know, like, everyone agrees on that. But, like, don't post a video game podcast to r slash gaming was surprising to me yeah it's just like it's very reddit you kind of have to learn it the hard way i've always you know when if you're not active on a reddit post and you're just a reader and just you you don't really realize what kind of content you're consuming you're just consuming what's on there and and you don't really have the rules of it. That's my problem with Reddit is that they will ban you right away for posting a link uh, where it's something that it's very common to do in the internet or except if it's like on a if it's like on a Twitch chat depending on the on the streamer you will be able to post a link where or not. Um, and if you don't and if you do you might get timed out for like 30 seconds. Um, most of the time that's what happens. And uh, sometimes I even try to post a link, see if it's going to go through. And if it doesn't, well, I'm just like timed out from interacting for 30 seconds. It's not a big deal. But it's quite harsh to have like a platform where people share ideas and, and discussions and they can't on the Internet and they cannot share links to each other. Um, it's, it, it's always gone something that triggered me and something that I learned uh, while a big uh, community leader, a big co content creator on Destiny, on the Destiny Reddit. Mm -hmm. a subreddit um got banned from there for the same reasons that he was posting his youtube videos uh and they found those youtube videos being promotional and not being um because you could post a link uh to like a to like a uh, a screen capture or a or a video a highlight highlighting one of your gameplays in a game um yeah. but if it's like if it feels like you're promoting yourself through reddit this is when they're gonna this is when they're going to put the blame on you. The problem is that, like I said, you have to learn it the hard way. And I know, Ryan, maybe you've just been a consumer of Reddit, but not an active writer on Reddit. It's and, true. Uh, yeah. And and there's no real way for you to... There's no pop-up telling you what to do. There's no... It, the design of the subreddits are not always the most straightforward to travel through. They're not. They I mean, you know, and I uh, hate to be that kind of pretentious guy but as a designer this system is unintelligible to me mm, it just yeah. really is like i don't i don't get any beat as to whether or not i'm like in the right place like if they had said if there was any system that was like hey before you post like here are the rules You're like oh okay Cool. Well, I feel like mine might break rule A, B, or C, so I'm not going to do that or whatever. That Then, like, yeah, cool, okay. But then to post, have no system for me to recognize there's a reply because the interface is just so de-emphasized and so kind of neutral. Um, it just, it felt like I was doing something that I, had I had known, I wouldn't have done it. Like, I, I know it's, you know, maybe easy to seem like after the fact I'm like pleading this weird ignorance or whatever, but that's certainly not the intent. It's uh, it, it's like an honest to goodness mistake, and then to have someone like really upset with you over it was just so. Not just someone, like some ones, like a bunch of people were like, "Well, you were warned," and it's like, "All right, I mean, come on," like you know, we. I'm pretty sure 
people warn you about stuff all the time and you don't check it till the very last minute. Like that auto renew, you're like, oh yeah, my domain's gonna auto renew. Whatever, I don't have to update my credit card. Then your domain expires and then you get all mad. Why? Hey, someone warned you. You just didn't follow up. Right, and it, and and, and I, I hate to be this guy, but at least you got an email. <laughs> you right. know, like I totally would have, you know, I bent over backwards because I do want to be a good member of the community, and I do want to be doing things the right way. It's just a matter of, um, you know, am I doing it? Am I not doing it? And how do I, how do I follow the rules? So yeah. Ryan, who hosts two video game podcasts and works in <laughs> in games media at IGN.com and probably one of the most positive advocates, uh, I'd like to think personally for um, gaming and game, uh, you know, and different games in general. Um, now it can't, <laughs> can't post to the Reddit because I'm a quote spammer. So a band. Actually, you only got banned from one, like, one subreddit. Okay. Oh, was that <laughs> only one? Okay, cool. I mean, it's not, like, it's not too bad. It's. I know. It just like, feels like one of the, like, main important ones. <laughs> I know, but it's got 16 million members. Stuff just gets drowned in there. This is probably for the better. The universe has worked in your favor. We okay. don't know how yet or why, but right. we're just going to assume... This is all for the better. Okay. Okay. Posit- positivity. I, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Positivity. <laughs> positivity. And it's been nice to each other. Okay. Well, there's a lot of strife this week. Do we have uh, anything else to talk about? I got one more thing and then... I do have one more thing. Riot, yeah, riot, I think we all uh, have one more thing. One, one more, more thing. thing. Um, and then I'll kick it off. Go for it. We might get esports in the Olympics Wait. for reals. Wait, the, the the fake sports and the real sports? Oh yeah, yes. I don't like that. I don't like fake sports. No, I don't like sports, fake sports, screen sports. Spring, spring sports. How is that so? Explain us. Explain yeah. to us because the... Paris is getting the 2024 Olympics. You guys. It Are might they? happen in Paris. Getting ahead of uh, Los Angeles, who's postponing their. Event two twenty twenty eight, accepting the deal and postponing, uh, and probably gonna get the Olympics twenty twenty eight. So we might be concerned by this, you guys. Okay. So the Olympic Asian Committee is the second largest committee for Olympics outside of the actual Olympics sports. Uh, but they're considering having four games mm-hmm. featured. In their own, like, Asia Olympics. And the games, I believe, are Dota 2, StarCraft, uh, I want to say League of Legends, and then they haven't decided on the fourth one. It might be, like, FIFA or something sports-related, which would be Something for the European to buy in on? Uh, (laughs) Probably. And if this goes well, then there will be esports in an official Olympic Event. Now wow. we're talking about the Olympic, like the the five rings, the the, the yeah. Olympic five Olympic. rings, the one with the swimmers, the one that America oh, hey. with the golden. You know, you back know, then, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred years ago, they would have never guessed that um, we would get like BMX uh, 
you know races um at the olympics so they would never guess that we had uh i don't know what are the crazy ones that are the most recent ones like may even maybe even golf just appeared at slapping. the olympics um <laughs> slapping um <laughs> but even like boxing recently arrived in the olympics so you know, at this point with this kind of things, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised with any new sports appearing. Uh, they're thinking about crazy, crazy games. Like, you know, they uh, they announced just rugby to be part of it. Um, they started actually last um, at the last Olympics, but it's just uh, a lot of very recent sports that they try to uh, recent sports that they try to add onto it, and I think it only makes it more relevant to add modern sports and uh, and uh, and if esports continue their way and finds better way to entertain people, find better way to visualize, find better way to include a larger community. Um, I mean, that's like a new audience you can add to the to to this. That being said, now I'm not surprised that the Asian committee is thinking about it first because they probably have the bigger chance of medals there, um, and that's probably why they want to find a fourth game that can level it up a little bit and have other other countries and other parts of the world being a little bit more excited about the idea because at the end it's all about finding the the sports that everybody has a fair share at and and that everybody can get medals at yeah i agree i mean anything that makes the olympics more interesting to watch i'm for it do you would you would you would you wake up if it was like um um, Olympics in Paris in 2024, and you have the esports uh, esports event. Yeah, it might be like an interesting day to watch. It would be certainly interesting to see how it people react to it. I I almost think that like what the Olympics could do, and this is going to sound like um, probably heresy to Sandy, is I think that the Olympics. If a if a brand is not able to like build a strong enough individual championship circuit for itself, the Olympics uh, adds a lot of credibility to fighting. Like I don't necessarily think Evo suffers from this problem, but like if you had the fighting game Olympics, you know, like that's essentially what Evo is. It's the Olympics right. for fighting right. games, but like calling it the Olympics and actually having the brand the Olympics. I think would like maybe like make a grandparent take notice or something. You know what? I, does that make any sense? Well, it's like you have the yes. Winter Olympics, and you could have the you could have those variants of Olympics. I like them being in the Winter Olympics because they're all like indoor boy and girl things to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the weather's nice. Surely we all play motion games, but when. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, that being said, I remember there is one sport that is getting bigger is the the drone racing. And I would honestly be more excited about today the way in the current state of things, I would be more excited about a okay. um, uh, a drone racing added added to something as legit as the Olympics uh, than uh, video game esports at the moment. I feel like it's a it's 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 still nerdy. It still talks to a new crowd, but is you know brings in concept that more people are aware um, of, just like the concept of racing, the concept of uh, you know the concept. Of, it's also like outdoor, and I think that you're gonna have some really spectacular spectacular uh, images because at the end, what what will make a sport be 
um, broadcasted and people want to want to get into it is that people can have content they can share people that can have can see things that they will that they will remember and i always yeah. remember I, I just it's i don't watch a lot of drone racing but every every time i watch it i'm like well those guys you know you can also kind of tell the talent that those guys need to acquire um to to do it the, the game that i'm thinking about right now that would have the same effect for me is rocket league every time i watch a rocket league esports i'm like this is far from what i'm able to do and it's still very visual it's still very artistic there is something very articulated about a rocket league esports game i know um, what you're saying the a rocket league to me is like secretly or not so secretly like one of the most compelling video games to watch. I mean, it is just, it feels to me as natural it talks to me, as yeah. it's natural. Yeah, a sport. It's natural. I just, you know, I don't know. If you could do that, if if Rocket League was there when I was 10 years old, I would probably try to reproduce some of my, some of those moves with my actual physical, you know, uh, toy cars and try to try to bounce a, a, a mini tennis ball with, with, with toy cars. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a concept to explore. We definitely have some, uh, like like we said, we have a lot of games we can we can work around. A lot of different type of competitive uh, gaming right now. So it's definitely gonna be going there at some point. But I don't see it happen in the next like twenty years, though. It could be as soon as next year. Wham. Whoa! Hello. Watch out! Oh my God! Words. <laughs> um i uh well let's take a let's let's you know let's take a little segue and actually stay in uh in the realm of sports um do you guys know edgar davids davids the um, retired soccer player no tell me nope. you probably don't uh edgar davis was very famous and very recognizable on tv in the um, late 90s early 2000 um he's a retired soccer player now but a very very talented dutch footballer uh soccer player and uh played in the biggest clubs and he was always uh, recognizable because of his um he was he was one of the few soccer players that was wearing eyewear some sort of like a protective um like stronger um eyeglasses and uh, he was just wearing that for my dad was always telling me about his stories is that uh, he, he does have like a vision problem. It's not just for fashion, but he was always wearing those very sporty um, uh, glasses, eyewear. And almost sometimes when he would play under the sun, they will always be almost like sunglasses, depending on the tint of their of his lenses but oh okay uh, and he would be also very recognizable with his style like he would always have like long hair with dreads and everything and um so i i didn't follow this story until i read this article but riot in uh 2014 right before the 2014 soccer world cup released a skin for lucian one of their hero and they called him striker lucian and um if you look at the if you look at the photo uh, that I posted, um, I'm, I'm gonna put this this post for you guys to check it out. But those two like look the same. There is no doubt the the character skin and the soccer player look <laughs> exactly the same, except for of course the branding of the of the jersey has been removed. Oh, um, holy cow! Yeah, I'm seeing it now. That's is, unbelievable. The but the band aids is not here. Like the band aid on the on the on the skin of the of the uh of the League of Legend hero is not here but 
But yeah, so in the first place, in tw- back in 2014, the actual official Twitter account of Edgar Davids uh, said thank you. He was like, he, you know, he noticed the resemblance and, and someone pointed that at him and he tweeted at League of Legends and Riot Games and said thank you in like June 6, 2014. So <laughs> until someone put ago. the idea and said that you could be getting a lot of money. Yeah, and, until his lawyers was like, well, you should probably not be that thankful. We should probably do something about it. And yeah. it turns out... Uh, the trial is over, and Riot has to pay uh, Edgar Davis, uh, D- Davids um, a certain percentage of um, the amount of money they made out of his skin. Um, skin. So Riot is going to have to release the amount of money they made with the skin, and uh, are you going to have to give him a little bit of money? Uh, I do like, like the sound of that, that, like the amount of money they made off his skin. But the skin, <laughs> yeah, the, the hero skin. And the but way the it stretches very, over his skeleton. And I wonder but how they're going like to say it, you know. The worldwide royalties, like everything that they've done worldwide, or is it just in, like, his native country of the Netherlands? I don't know. Apparently, it seems like, you know. Well, they also, you know, Riot tried to argue that the, um, the fans would recognize the, the skin as a... Uh, Looking like Lucian, who is the hero of the game, not as um, not as Edgar Davis. That being said, I mean there must be a little bit of both. Um, and they, but it, for me, it's tough to. If you're part of a League of Legends designer, it's always tough to have all those skins and all those heroes and not have any of them rec- like look like anything in real life. You know. Um, well, this is also some of this problem is just baked into the fact that like you have these games with. There's like a requirement of literally they have to have, you know, a hundred, um, a hundred different characters in them. And there's, there's no way you're going to just have, like, do you really have a, a hundred different distinct great ideas for characters? My answer is usually not, at least not at the rate that they roll them out. Um, yeah, so. but like, I think the character Lucian existed in the game and he wasn't created to look like anyone. And then I think Riot just took inspiration and made the soccer player kind of look like him. And it was just coincidental. And then he was like, oh, wait, I can Riot in League of Legends actually has a pretty decent sized bank account. Yeah. And... Right, correct. Right is an American company, is it not? They are, and but, but you know, I I mean, like, do you feel? And like, if are this, you defending right? Do you feel bad for them? Like, they're I, huge. I am defending right because if this case was taken to court in the Netherlands, which okay. is not the U.S., yeah. then I'm pretty sure there was a bias against Riot Games from the get-go, which meant they lost the lawsuit not based on merit. But on the fact that they were an American company. So it's a court in the Netherlands, though. So, you know, that's something yeah. that I haven't followed, that I haven't verified li- reading this news, uh, is that the court, it was uh, ruled in the Netherlands. Uh, the only thing that they said is that, you know, r- Riot must show Dutch authorities how much money the skin has made in the country. There we go. Here is the line. How much money the skin has made in a country, which David's compensation to be made as a percentage of it. So it's only in the country where where the the, the where the um, I want to say the lawsuit has been ruled. Yeah, that's one of those things that it, so right. like honestly, it doesn't bug me at all. If they make if Riot makes a, a 
you know, a skin that makes one of the characters look exactly like you, Yannick, or exactly like you, Sandy. And they make $2 million off of it. Like, and it is with like a wink and a nudge that both you and Riot know, you know, that like, well, this is clearly me or whatever. Then I don't really have any good reason to say that you don't deserve some piece of your image. I mean, like, celebrities like sports players and, you know, even movie stars or whatever, like really all they have is their image, right? In the same way that like Carrie Fisher's estate can say yes or no to just making a CGI version of this person and, you know, getting a voice double or whatever and putting them in a new Star Wars. It, it is when your image is what is your livelihood then I think, you know, it's fair game to say this is um, this is something Maybe, that I just won't accept. But, okay, what if for the Summer Games this year, uh, for Lucio's skin, they keep him in the soccer player getup, but they also give him a pair of sunglasses. It, does that mean that this guy is going to go after Blizzard as well? Because now you're just making assumptions, like, left and right, this guy kind of looks like me. And it's like, does he really, though? Like, there are tons of other sure. soccer players that rock that same look. Just because you were popular in the 90s doesn't mean you're popular now. Yeah, yeah but he's still is. He's an image. He's a recognizable figure. I think there's a question. There's in, a in totally, there, in my mind, there's a different question of, like, what Lucio looks like, who is a fictional DJ on roller skates, and what... A character who gets put in a soccer uniform that looks a lot like this person's soccer uniform and is given glasses that look a lot like this person's glasses. Um, but that being said, though, I mean, if you have to, you have to. I'm looking. I I don't know. I didn't know what Lucian, who Lucian Hero was before from League yeah. of Veterans. Uh, but if I look at a couple of screenshots, a couple of like artwork on Lucian, Lucian looks a little bit different. You know, his different hairstyle. Sure. Uh, a different like dark shadowy night like. Like beautiful, beautiful artwork around. Oh, around I thought you were saying character. he's beautiful. He's a, just a beautiful but, guy. I yeah, he, he looks beautiful. Even yeah, like the like, cosplay dude. That's that what I'm saying. Like the character like, has always had dreads. Like Lucio has always had dreads. Yeah. And they just put him in like a soccer uniform that everyone can relate to because it's an international game. And yeah. the international community loves sports. Yeah, he always has dreads too. Yeah, that's true. But he has like a fade on the side and. I don't know, and then just to, like the fact that I don't know. I guess it's just like more, not more than a haircut. It's the style that he's he's being put in, and while he's being uh, giving given a, like a a soccer uh, skin, they also put the glasses on him, which he doesn't have originally. And so they're like, oh, you you know, you got inspired from a soccer player and making a soccer a soccer skin, and this look really like a soccer player we've all known and back then. So. Yeah. It's, just, it's tricky because I, I'm not, I wouldn't be, yeah, I w- I'm on your side. I wouldn't be like, I would be like, you know, what, like, what the fuck? Just let them, you know, it's like, he looks like, yeah, he might be looking like Edgar Davids, but he might be looking like another soccer player we don't know. We might be looking like a, he might be looking like a, like they do for Zarya in Overwatch. He might be looking like an employee, you know? You know but, what, guys? I guess it doesn't matter because the jury agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess it doesn't matter. So you shut up now and give me the money. That's right. Um, I have more stories to tell, but we're going to once again have to push them off into next week. Where I have uh, for Tune Blood in. Omen next week. Legacy of Kane fans or Soul Reaver fans, I've been on a quest to play Blood Omen. It's going interestingly. I know some of you've been following that on Twitter, and we're going to talk about that No Man's Sky update for sure too. But um, I think that'll wrap us this week. What do you guys think? And don't forget the don't forget the. I, I saw while you were talking about Tacoma, I saw a couple of reviews of a game that just came out. Apparently, Superhero VR uh, came out and is super fun, and it's a game that will really work well with VR. Really, and one of the few games that make me crave to play VR. And and, and that, yeah, I haven't played this game yet, but. Uh, this, the, the mechanics of this game can f- really be perfect for VR. So I know, Ryan, you still have it uh, in a corner somewhere. Yeah. You might want to jump on that and try try to sweat out uh, and try to survive the levels in super hot while uh, <laughs> deeply, <laughs> deeply, um, uh, deeply uh, getting into it on yeah, the VR. Yeah, sure. I love it. All right. That was this action. We did another one in the can, guys. Another one in the can. And you can you can get every episode for free at pixelsweekly.com. And and you can follow us on Twitter at pixelscaster. You know, on Instagram and and r slash gaming at. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not true. (laughs) Not on r slash gaming, but that we are at pixelsweekly on Instagram. and uh, let's do it. Let's all go watch Game of Thrones if we haven't already. Shall we? Let's do it. Until next time. Adios. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>